Hello, hello. Oh my goodness. We are back. We are back. It is school. It is 2023-24 school year underway. I just now dropped my oldest first day of being a sophomore, which also officially means first day of this new season of our car cast. This is, of course, Drive Time Thrive Time with me, Erin Breeze. I am your host and guide on this road, this long and winding road, this life after divorce journey. And I'm so happy to be back. I've missed you. Boy, what a summer. You might still be in your summer. I know some schools, you know, I feel like schools across the country, we don't start until sort of sometimes even after Labor Day, some of you, um, or maybe you've already been, you know, have a week under your belt. Wherever you are, this is a big time of transition whether we're preparing for it, it's in the middle of the transition, or we've you know just already started school. It just takes some time. These transitions take some time for us to land. So be sure that you are giving yourself time and space to acclimate. It takes time. I've been really conscious of acclimation because uh, my family, of course, we relocated from California to back to Colorado this summer and we're still acclimating to the altitude. And I think it's just a really helpful reminder that it, it, of, of the, of the time that it takes acclimation, right? So even if it's not altitude, that physical change of elevation, in what ways I invite you to just consider what, what ways are you acclimating to, or your kids acclimating to some new part of your reality? Maybe you're in the middle of of a physical move, um, like me, maybe it's to a new home or to a new state. Maybe that's related to, you know, if you're early on the divorce journey, maybe it's early separation, new, just a change related to that. Maybe it's just the seasons as we start to, um, I know it's not fall yet, but I feel like the start of the school year starts to feel like we're preparing for the change to fall. Uh, or just the school year itself. So give yourself some time and space and make sure that you're, you are connected to your own daily practice. I consistently take time to update my own practice. I've been doing a lot more morning meditation again because it's such an important part of grounding. And when we go through big changes, it's, we, we have to, we want to, in the best way need to do more when it comes to grounding ourselves, especially if we have a physical change, a geographic change, but regardless, any kind of transition, the, you will feel so much better when you ground yourself because when we're grounded, then we can get into present time. Then we can feel resourced, feel supported and move then out into the world with our power, with our clarity, with our own information, our own insight. So just a little, as we kick off this first episode of this new school year, just reminding us to take time because of the transitional time, it's really, really vital that we have a strong daily practice. And often we need to reconnect to our practice. You might, I feel like with the the summer with different schedules and travel and um, not being in our routine in the same way that we sometimes can find for the school year, that sometimes that daily practice gets just off. Um, so if that feels true for you, 
wonderful. It's not a problem. It's just really an opportunity to go, okay, well, what do I need now? What do I want my daily practice to be right now that will be the best for me? And it's important, I feel like at least seasonally, to look at our morning routine especially and see what is it still working. You know, my morning routine includes everything from hydration and my supplements to then, as I shared, meditation. And I, I, I wake up really early on purpose to have, I need at least an hour by myself. So that means I get up around 5, 5.15 so that I can have a full hour for that. So I know we can't always do that, especially depending on your own work schedule and life schedule, what time you're needed out in the world. But the more that we can prioritize, I, I promise it just that there's dividends in it because it, it will all come back to you. The more that we take time to get ourselves really connected, rooted, grounded and clear. And so that we can set our intentions for our day and set off into our day, feeling, feeling aligned with ourselves. It's just, it just makes all the difference. So this was my little invitation to look at your morning routine. I call it your recipe. What is that recipe for starting your day? And maybe you need a little more of something, a little less of something. Maybe you need to add some movement, some stretches, some more water, more meditation, some journaling. What is it that would have you really feeling like, oh, there I am. That's what I, when I know I'm doing it right, it's like, oh, got it. There I am. Now I'm feeling in concert. And remember if you're, or if you're new and haven't heard me use that phrase, in concert means that your best human self feels supported and aligned with your highest self, your kind of soul level guide in, inside. And then also with your, you feel spiritually supported. So whether that's source, God, universe, that you feel that, that there's like this, um, those three aspects coming together, there's this convergence. And then it's amazing. We can feel again, resourced. You feel not alone. You feel supported. You feel guided. Uh, all of that, such good stuff. And you feel like you're, you're, you're at your best. Your, your mindset is where you want it to be. Your physiology is where you want it to be. Like, so that then we can be creating and co-creating out in the world, not just with intention, but with power. So take some time, take some time and Create your new morning routine, your new morning ritual. And of course, I always love hearing about these things. So feel free. Send me an email. Send me a DM inside our Happy Home Facebook community. If you're over in our Mighty Network community, send me a chat, a message over there. I love hearing from you. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about building on that is specifically around our mindset. So how we're thinking impacts everything the story that we are storytellers, we are constantly creating stories. That's just what humans do. <laughs> so the mind is a problem solver and a storyteller. And so we want to be really vigilant and in our spiritual vigilance about what story am I telling? What problem am I solving? Because the quality of that story, that quality of that narrative impacts everything about what we're experiencing and how we're feeling. And then of course, that's the lens through which everything gets created. So if we have like a lens or a filter that says everything is, you know, really bad or really discouraging, or there's, I'm feeling hopeless or I'm feeling 
you know, so angry that everything, you know, I'm feeling triggered and activated, right? Then, then that's what we're experiencing. And then that's what we're creating from. And there's nothing wrong with any of those states I just described. We go through them. But when we notice that we're in them, that's when we want to get resourced because we can't be the heroine in our story if we're also like we can't both be the hero and the victim. So sometimes we feel like we've been victimized. Sometimes we feel really victimized on the divorce path, depending on what's happened in your relationship and just in your life. If you're years out from the divorce itself, what whatever's going on, the, the way that you're narrating it, right, is what dictates and informs how you feel about what's possible, about what you like the how you're going to approach decisions that you're making right and so this is why it's so incredibly important that we really have mastery when it comes to how we're thinking so i invite you to reflect today on well what are those dominant headlines what are those dominant stories if i had some chapter headings what would i be what would they be? And do those match what I actually want them to be? And is there a way that I can release some judgments of myself or others where I can work to release and shift some of what I'm you know, saying and how I'm naming things if it's not serving me? And the only way to know is, it, like in my view, everything is on a level serving us because it's either showing us a place that we have resistance or something to heal or it's showing us like that we're feeling expansive right anything other than feeling present and grounded and peaceful and expansive and you know that we can tap into infinite potential to create whatever it is that we truly desire that's the most loving and most kind and most creative and innovative, right? Like those are the spaces that we all deserve to be in. If we're not, just means we're separate. We're separate from that. That is our birth rate is to be in that space. So sometimes we're just not. <laughs> Me too, right? We, we just, things happen. People are doing things outside of us that impact us. So this is never about pretending or or striving for some perfect narrative. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's about getting conscious of what our narrative is so that we can heal whatever it is. So sometimes we're in a really low point and what's, what, what's happening then is it's bringing your attention. Whoa, you're in a really low point. So then the only thing to do is be loving and compassionate and self-accepting and then move toward resourcing. It's so vital. We are not meant to go it alone on any part of our journey. We are not going it alone. We are always supported, but sometimes we don't feel that way. So if you're not feeling supported, then I know it, it's like kind of <laughs> maybe doesn't feel intuitive, but it's, it's interesting. The less supported you feel, the more support you want to seek. You want to move yourself into those that you trust to be your guides, to be your confidants, to be, to be helping you, right? Because it's a distortion when we feel low and we feel not supported. It's a distortion. We're just, we're just stuck in a human narrative, a human illusion of separateness. And we all end up there, especially when we're going through big times of change, big 
um, and good changes too. We can have a, a, a promotion and be so excited and suddenly go through a, a big period where we have so much despair and skepticism about even this great thing that we are excited about because every time we up level, every time we go through a big change, transformation requires us to do some di like big, some kind of deep diving and digging in and that's how we realize our next level and our next level and our next level. But often in the midst of it, and this is why part of what I teach on is the art of transformation. It's how do I go through something? And of course, often I'm beginning with clients around the divorce experience, something so shocking and disorienting and untethering and surprising. And, you know, it can really, it just, be, that's why I call it a divine disruption, right? It disrupts everything in our lives. But with so much potential, if we're open to seeing how it is here for us, right? But learning the art of transformation, if we, whatever, wherever we start with it, um, then we can apply it to other areas. But I bring it up because the, the deepest part of this is it's a grief cycle. We have to grieve what was the identity that went before. And again, this can be for really wonderful things. We become a mom. We have to grieve the version of us prior to motherhood, right? So we get a new job and we have to grieve the loss of the, the identity that maybe there were different freedoms, less pressures, whatever it was that went before the promotion, right? And I bring this up again because like the bottom of there's this transformation curve that I was taught by one of my mentors, um, professional and personal mentors. And he taught it to me when I was working, uh, the leader of a nonprofit and, but it applies, like I said, to any aspect of our life. But when he taught me the curve and it's a version of the grief and loss cycle, it's the bottom of it is called despair and skepticism right? So fun when we find ourselves in despair and skepticism. But I say that because I want to, again, validate that if that's how you're feeling, you're not doing anything wrong. So if you have a narrative right now that feels full of statements, judgments, stories, meaning that you're making full of despair and skepticism about what's going to come next and your ability to move forward or how are your kids going to get through this, whatever it is, just know that that's not you. That is this construct from the stage that you're in. It's just simply a stage. And once you understand, oh, this is a stage, <laughs> but then you have to learn how to move through. How do I move from despair and skepticism to the next level and the next level? How do I, how do I shift the meaning that I'm making in an authentic way? Cause obviously we can't just talk ourselves into feeling like the heroine when we feel victimized, like something wrong has happened or something bad has happened or shouldn't have happened. Or this is, you know, divorce isn't something that I wanted and it shouldn't be here and it's somebody's fault, right? All of that. So common. So please know that you're not alone if that's how you're feeling. And also please know that you have the power within you to gain all of the gold of this experience, to understand why it's here. So the way that I help and work with clients, part of this is very practical tools, things that we can apply at home and with our families and in our lives. And 
Part of this, of course, is mindset strategies, ways that you can, you know, again, learn to shift how you're thinking and, and tools for understanding things like the transformation curve I was just talking about. But it's so much bigger than that. Also, this is about a spiritual awakening. This is about your unique spiritual understandings that are part of your soul's blueprint. You're the architect of your life and you're creating and co-creating. So the things that your divorce is bringing you are so perfectly divinely timed for you and also distinct for you. It's distinct for you. And I can help you through a process to understand what they are because so much of the pain that we experience is helping us to see, helping us to show, to really spotlight, to, to shine a light on the experience so that we can illuminate what it is that we have lost and need to regain so that we can illuminate places in ourselves that maybe we had too much fear or there was too much judgment or we didn't feel allowed or given permission to shine a light on. We were dimming our light often in our relationships. So this is a process of illumination. And with that comes up all kinds of things that we need to heal, that we need to shift and release. So again, as we kick off this new school year for my family and yours maybe really soon, if not already, as we kick off this new season, as we begin to prepare for the shift of, you know, not immediately, but soon to fall as we create, as we look at creating and thinking about what do I want to create for this, this final part of the, this year, I invite you to start by by looking at what are those headlines? What are the dominant stories I'm telling? And is this supporting me? Is this serving me? And do I need some support? Do I need some help, some resourcing? If I'm not feeling totally expanded and lit up and excited. And if you are awesome, there's so much, you know, I was just talking to a friend about this phrase beyond divorce, which I've been using more and more because to me, that's what working with me is about. It's like getting to this place of beyond and then it just gets better and gets better. I love witnessing that the transformation, these breakthroughs over and over, and we have them in one area, we heal from the divorce and then we have them with our families. And then we have them with new relationships and careers and the list goes on and on. That's what I mean by getting beyond divorce. So wherever you are in this life after divorce, journey. Just know that wherever you are, you belong here and it is correct and right. Whatever's coming up for you, even those despair, skepticism places in that stage, we all have to move through it. Um, and I would love to help show you how to move through it. So notice where you are. Reach out to me if you're ready for more support to learn the tools to keep moving through and up to the next and the next and the next on this path. And especially today, because we kicked off with this awareness of how are you starting your day? And what are some, what are some things that you want to do for your daily practice that will be the most supportive? And if you need ideas for that, of course, I'm always here. I love sharing ideas and I shared a few of them from journaling to meditation, but this is really about your unique recipe, right? Like we each need a certain combination and that combination needs to change. And, you know, I was thinking about the girls have been wanting to do some baking 
And I was reminded that at altitude, you have to shift your, like you don't bake the same at altitude as you do at sea level, right? So again, just thinking about like where you are today, is it's, it's very natural and normal to need a different recipe. Maybe you didn't actually move to altitude, but you moved up moved, you're shifted, you're different now than you were at the beginning of the summer. So what are the ways that if you imagine your recipe, the same way that we would alter a baking recipe, our recipe for our morning, what are you, what are you creating, right? How do you want your day to go? You're going to need some different, slightly different ingredients or maybe very different ingredients. Maybe you're realizing you're like absolutely missing something, right? Sometimes we go like, oh, this isn't working. I need something different, right? So Maybe you know what that is and maybe you don't. And if you don't, that's okay, but move on in closer to me. And that is a signal that you're ready for some more support. Okay. So, and I'm going to talk more about that uh, in tomorrow's episode is a circle of support. It's so vital that we have a circle of support and I'm going to share more about the kinds of support that I know I benefited from. I see my clients benefiting from and that I want you to have around you because this is an epic journey, not just the divorce part, this life thing, right? this whole, especially as we get to midlife and we go, whoa, I have the benefit of these decades of experience that I want to fully integrate so that I can expand and realize the things that I'm here to, to experience and realize, right? Like I want my clear vision. I want my expansive self. I want my, like my soul light. I want it. And I want to unlock and unleash and illuminate and I'm ready. That's what this is about. So again, welcome to this new school year here in Colorado now and just bringing you as always so much love, so much sunshine, and I will talk with you tomorrow. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.